Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome to episode 75 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. What? We're at 75? This is amazing. I'm so excited. So today, what I wanted to talk about was age. And in a way, it's not really about age, because really, we can insert anything we want into the place of talking about age. This is really about thoughts we have that kind of limit us and hold us back. Now, the reason I want to have this conversation is because I do get quite a lot of people writing to me to say, am I too late? Am I too old? And these kind of questions always make me laugh because I'm like, too late for what? Like, according to who? People often say something like, I'm behind. Even this thing, I'm a late bloomer. Who says you're late? Maybe you are right on time for your life. So I want to talk about this idea of aging and whether you are, in fact, too old to be a screenwriter, to become a filmmaker, to go after your dreams, to scale your business, to make a million dollars, to change your story, to have a wonderful relationship. Are you ever actually too old to do any of these things? I would offer to you that as long as you have breath in your body and a will to do something, you can do it. So let's talk about that. Now, as I said, though, in a funny way, I feel like most of what we could, what we're talking about could also be applied to you if you think, am I too young? (laughs) And it could also probably be applied to you if you said, am I to this, to that? Am I too white, too black, too much of a woman, too much of a man, too much of a LGBTQ person, whatever it is for you that you think somehow makes it harder for you to achieve the success you dream of. So even though I am going to be talking specifically about getting older, you could apply it to any of these. So if you're a 25-year-old listening to this, you might still apply it to the idea of being too young. Now, first of all, I'm just going to say, I had this feeling when I started to write my first screenplay that I was too old, that I had left it too late. And I find it absolutely laughable now. So just for clarity, I am turning 50 this year. In November, I'll be hitting my big 5-0 and I'm so excited. I'm just so happy. I've never been happier in my life. I do not subscribe to normal ideas about aging whatsoever now. I just feel so happy to be the age that I am and I would never consider myself too old or too young for anything. I consider myself just the right age and I'm so grateful to be the age that I am. But there was a time when I felt like I had sort of missed the boat. And what's laughable about it now is that, of course, I was actually... 30 years old. I was 30 years old and I felt like it was too late for me because it seemed to me that in order to be a successful screenwriter or filmmaker or a successful anything really, you had to have self-selected into that thing at an extremely early age. And many of us are conditioned into this idea that in order to be successful at anything, we have to be on that track to success from elementary school, for heaven's sakes. It's like Tiger Woods was practicing golf when he was four years old. And that's the only way you're going to become a golf pro like him. Fortunately, most things don't work the way sports. For instance, if you were desired to be an Olympia, Olympic gymnast as a woman, If you haven't got into it young, obviously, if you try it when you're 30, it's going to be a lot tougher. It's probably possibly even impossible. But 
for most things, there is not such a constraint on our ages. So for me at the age of 30 to be thinking, I want to write a screenplay because at the age of 30, I was very clear that I wanted to write a screenplay. But I really struggled with this feeling that I had left it too late, that if I wanted to have a career in screenwriting, I should have gone to film school. I should have studied it when I was in my late teens, early 20s, that I should have already been working at it, writing things, selling things from my 20s. And obviously, we do live in a society that celebrates the young and the youth very often. We have all these lists, 30 under 30, right? I mean, really, I find it so absurd, personally. 30 under 30, 30 screenwriters to watch under the age of 30, 30 filmmakers under 30. I love it on one hand, but I just think age is so irrelevant to this and to our paths. So at the age of 30, when I decided to write my first screenplay, I really did have the sensation that maybe I am too old. I worked through that. I just decided, oh, heck. If I leave it any longer, I'm just going to get older. <laughs> like I'm not getting younger. So if I want to write the screenplay, I'm just going to write the screenplay. Whether I'm too old, who knows? I'm going to write it and I'm going to get it out there. And that's what I did. I finished the screenplay when I was 33. So I was 33 years old when I actually came to the United States and sold my first screenplay. Now, for some of you hearing that, you might think that is very young. Now at the age of nearly 50, I would say it's very young. But at that point, some of you might be listening to this if you're 20 and thinking, that's very old. <laughs> oh my gosh, she sold her first screenplay when she was 33. She was ancient. So depending on your perspective, it might seem young or old, but it was the age I was. And what I would offer to you is that you will be the age you are when you write your screenplay and sell it or whatever it is that you want to do. And it's neither too young nor is it too old. It's the age that you are and it's all absolutely fine. I was actually 36 years old when I made my first film. So that was Obsolidia. And again, 36 to direct your first movie. Is it too young? Is it too old? Is it just right? It is what it is. <laughs> there are obviously some people who direct their first features when they are still teenagers. Shocking, but true. There are some who are in their 20s. And again, our culture tends to really celebrate the youth. It's like, oh my gosh, look, he's 25 years old and he made this amazing movie. Notice I used the pronoun he quite deliberately there. Because in particular in the film world, we do seem to be a little obsessed with the boy wonders of the world. I'm waiting for the girl wonder, but it usually is a boy wonder. And often anointed at Sundance. And it will be some young filmmaker typically male, who is like wowing everybody. And part of the wow is, and he's only 25 or however old he is. Nothing against the young people. It's fantastic. But I want you to know that there is nothing to stop you no matter what your age is. There's absolutely nothing to stop you. Some of my favorite filmmakers didn't actually start making films until they were in their 40s or 50s. I'm thinking of someone like Andrea Arnold. I'm thinking of a filmmaker, Claire Denis. I absolutely love her. And I, I think I'm correct in saying she was in her 50s when she directed her first movie. Also, uh, Michael Haneke. I believe he was also in his 50s. Now, to be fair, he had been directing TV before that. So he was working as a director, but he had been uh, directing TV. He didn't direct his first feature for cinema, I think, until his 50s. So I, I mentioned these not to say that, oh, look at them, so therefore it's possible. Anything's possible. I'm always interested in the idea that until somebody ran a mile in four minutes, it was believed to be impossible. And everybody was like, I don't know if it's actually physically possible for a human to run 
a mile in under four minutes. It just seems like maybe physically it's not actually possible. Then one man did it and almost immediately it just became a thing humans could do and other humans started doing it. And so when I mention references, because you might hear the references and think, but is there a director first time who directed a movie at the age of 85, if you're 85? And I would say, even if there hasn't been, why couldn't you be the first? Why couldn't you be the trailblazer who shows that it is possible. Now, if you've been around my world for any length of time, you will have heard me talking about this idea that in life, we don't get what we deserve, we don't get what we want, we get what we believe. So if we believe that we are too old, guess what? (laughs) You're too old. (laughs) And it's going to be hard and it's going to be struggle. If you believe that it's harder because you're older, guess what? It's going to be harder because you're older. If you believe the dice is loaded against you, that people won't take you as seriously, that it's going to be more challenging because of your age, guess what? You're going to get that. So what we really have to do, no matter what age you are or where you're coming from, is look at the beliefs that you might hold around your age and what it is that you desire to do. And as I say, it may be about screenwriting or filmmaking, but it might be building your business, scaling a business, changing your financial story, changing your personal story, changing your health story, whatever it is. If we have deep-rooted held beliefs about our age and how it affects that thing, is going to affect that thing. So for instance, this is a commonly held view that I hear a lot. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. A lot of people will say this, like if it was, if I was going to have, have success at being a screenwriter, I'm now 55, it would have happened by now. It's too late for me. I've missed the boat. I need to do something else. All right. Now, The thing about this is it doesn't happen until it happens. (laughs) And the idea that if it's going to happen, it would have happened by now is kind of absurd. Imagine, for instance, you may have seen a, a drawing of somebody who is drilling into a rock wall looking for gold. And they are drilling and they are drilling and they are drilling and they are looking for gold. And they're like, no gold, no gold, no gold, no gold. They're going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And then they throw up their hands and they say, well, if it, would have, if it was going to happen by now, if I was going to find the gold, I would have found it by now. And literally the gold is one inch away from where they are, literally, but they give up. And for me, that statement, if it's going to happen, it would have happened by now, is exactly that situation. Who are you to say when it, when it should happen? Whatever it is. Who are you to say that it should happen on a particular schedule that you have decided? I would just like to offer to you that as human beings, we have a lot of power over our lives, but the one area that we don't necessarily have the power is the timing of how things will unfold, particularly as it pertains to our big dreams. So we might have a big dream of selling a screenplay. We might have a big dream of earning $100,000 a year. We might have a big dream of meeting a partner who is the, the partner of our dreams. Now, we as humans tend to put these time frames on things. We're like, it should happen within a certain time. I want, to, I want it to happen now. <laughs> For heaven's sakes, I want it now. I mean, that's basically the human state, isn't it? <laughs> Have you ever stood in front of the microwave waiting for something to heat up? And literally, you've set the timer. It's one minute. It has one minute, whatever it is, to heat up. And you're standing there watching the, t- the clock going down. And you're like, oh, this is ridiculous. It's taking so long. 
Hurry up. Hurry up. I have to wait a full minute for my thing to be heated up? Ugh. It's so slow. We are people who are in a hurry in our society. And we want things to happen on the schedule we want them to happen by. And I think this belief, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now, really speaks to that, right? Because it's sort of like, I have some idea of when it should all happen. If I'm signing my script, it should happen this year. Hello. (laughs) If I'm setting up my business and scaling it to $100,000, it should happen this month, actually, by the way. And then it's like, it hasn't happened yet. Well, if it hasn't happened, it's clearly just not going to happen. It's not meant to be. I mean, think how ridiculous this is. So I believe that this, this view, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now, is one that we can fully, entirely, completely release and let go of. Things happen in their own schedule. Things happen in divine timing. Things happen in a time frame that we will never be able to control entirely. If you have a dream, it's your dream for a reason, and it doesn't have a time frame on it. And I really want you to settle into that for a moment, because as I said, so often we're in such a hurry to make our dreams come true that we don't appreciate that sometimes the making, the creation of a really big dream is like the creation of a beautifully cooked meal. And to cook a beautiful meal, it takes time. You don't rush cooking a great meal. If you want a fast meal, go to McDonald's. If you want a great meal, pour yourself a glass of wine, sit down, relax, let me in the kitchen. And it's going to take some time. It's going to be amazing though. It's going to be so worth it. So our big dreams for me are like that. They're like slow cooked meals. They take the time they take and they'll be so worth it. When you sit down to eat that meal, you're going to be so happy that you waited that length of time for that meal because it's going to be extraordinary. We should not be in a rush. We should not be in a rush around our big dreams and things can happen in their own time. Now, something else that I often hear from people is this feeling of, I think it's too late for me. I think it's too late. And I'm always fascinated by that because I'm like, huh, again, it seems to indicate that we have some idea that there is some schedule that life should unfold according to, that there is a time that's the right time and otherwise it's too late. And I just fully surrender the time when I'm going after big dreams. I fully surrender the time. And I know that this is a hard concept for people to get behind because we're so programmed into this very masculine idea of controlling the time, setting goals that have time frames on them. And don't get me wrong, I do love a deadline. I love creating deadlines for myself. It helps me achieve things in a timely fashion. But in the same hand, I know that things do unfold in their own way. There's no such thing as too late. Everything in my life is happening exactly on time. If it hasn't happened yet, it's because it wasn't the right time. And when you drop into the trust of that, that everything is happening according to divine timing and it's all absolutely perfect, there's no too late, there's no too early, there's no too anything. You are where you are and it's perfect. And when you get where you want to go, it's going to be perfect. And there is no too late. So when it comes to our dreams, don't ever apply this idea that maybe it's too late for me. It's not too late. You are perfect. You are perfectly on time. You have learned the lessons you need to learn to get to this point. They're going to make it so beautiful, the evolution of your dream. Another view that sometimes I hear people say is it's harder when you're older. Now, obviously, there is this issue that we can call ageism, 
right? This idea that people don't like to hire uh, older people. And I've heard this particular for writers who work in the television industry, they get really hung up on the fact that as you get older, it's harder to get jobs because the writer's room, they want the young, hip writers and it becomes more difficult. And let's be honest, overall, I think the Hollywood industry is very much generally weighted towards young people. It is not an industry that necessarily respects uh, experience and uh, people who have aged through the system and who have gained experience. I've witnessed multiple times examples of people who have extraordinary levels of experience in the industry struggling to get work because they've somehow fallen out of favor despite the fact that they have a body of work that blows your mind. On the flip side, you see everybody wanting to jump on board with the new boy wonder, right? And jobs being lined up for this person who is scarcely out of film school, but who has wowed everybody with a single film, and now they're getting the biggest offers on the table. So it's a strange industry. That's absolutely true. But what you focus on expands. What you focus on expands. And again, going back to what I said before, you don't get what you deserve or what you want, you get what you believe. So if you believe it's going to be harder when you're older, it will be harder. I personally have chosen throughout my career not to subscribe to these kinds of views. I don't believe somebody hires me or pays me to write a script or or signs up to do one of my programs or wants to be in my world in any way or wants me to be a part of their world in any way because of my age. I just don't believe that. <laughs> and because I don't believe it, it's not what I experience. It's never been what I experienced. And I can also say this is true for me as a woman in our industry. A lot of people have often asked me over the years, how has it been for you navigating the industry as a woman, given that for most of the time that I've been active in the film industry, women are uh, horribly represented compared to men. I personally, it's just never been a thing for me. I've never made it my story. I've never made it a block for me. I've never walked on set and wondered if the I'm going to have to fight to get the respect of the men who are working with me. I've never thought about it. I assume that, of course, everybody's going to respect me and treat me in a certain way because why wouldn't they? <laughs> and because of that, I've never experienced anything that has felt egregious to me in any way. And it's the same about getting hired for jobs. You can make it your story that it's harder for you because you're older. You can make it your story it's harder for you because you're a woman or because you're colored or whatever it is. And it's not to say that systemic injustices don't exist. They do. <laughs> but if your energy is leading with that belief, that is what you will experience. Don't be surprised if you keep finding more and more evidence that it's hard for you because you're older, if that's what you believe it is. If you start out with a belief that it's harder for you because you're older, you're going to get evidence of that. But if you start out with the belief that people love to hire you, that you have so much to offer, that people will want to work with you, not because of your age, but because of the quality of your work and because of the quality of you as a person, then your age is not going to matter in this equation. So to wrap this up, I just want to give this thought to you. You, as you are right now, without changing one single thing about you, are worthy of everything that you dream of. Let yourself feel into that. I think for so many of us, we have been so deeply conditioned to believe that we are only worthy if, if we are beautiful, if we are kind, if we are charismatic, if we are nice, whatever it is for you, if we are the right age, 
that we are only worthy if we perform in a certain way in life, if we look a certain way, if we behave a certain way. And for most of us, this conditioning goes back to when we were little children and we really internalized the message that we were loved only if we were good girls or good boys. So we continue to have this feeling, this doubt in our hearts through our lives that maybe we are not good enough as we are, that we have to be more of something else in order to be truly acceptable, in order to be truly accepted, in order to get the job, in order to be hired in a certain way, in order to earn that amount of money, in order to have that relationship, in order whatever it is that you truly desire, that somehow you have to improve yourself, be a better version of yourself for that thing to come through for you. Otherwise, you are not worthy of it. And this is what plays in with us about the age, because for many of us, we've really internalized this message that is prevalent in our society, that youth is good that youthful people are more valued. But that won't change until we change our views about that and we just decide that's not true at all. And I choose to believe that I am worthy no matter what, no matter what my age is, no matter what my clothes size is, no matter how my skin looks today, no matter what color I am, no matter what gender I am, I am worthy of my dreams. And so are you and so is every single human being who walks on this planet We don't have to be somebody different in order to have our dreams come true. So you are not too old. You're not too young. You're perfect. You're absolutely perfect for your dreams. So I hope this has been helpful for you if you've been grappling with the age issue. For the women in my circle, I just want you to let you know that on Saturday, September 10th, I'm going to be sharing a free live circle. If you want some information on that, just send me a message, diane at dianebell.com. Also, on September 16th, we're going to be doing a free live masterclass on screenwriting. I am so excited. I haven't taught one of these for a while on screenwriting. It is one of my first loves to teach about it. So if you are writing a script, feel a little stuck, or if you want to write a script, this is 100% going to be for you. It's the four keys to screenwriting success. It's going to be free. It's going to be live. Again, if you want the information, I will put the link in the show notes, or you can send a message to support at dianebell.com and we will send you the information so you can sign up. Finally, the registration will be opening again for my course, Write Your Screenplay in Eight Weeks. This is a legendary course at this point. I cannot tell you how many people have had success with this course. People who have wanted to write screenplays for years and just never been able to get it done. People who have started screenplays but felt stuck. Even people who have written screenplays before, but just didn't either love the results that they got or the process of doing it. So many people have used this program now. It works. It's like magic. If you want to write a screenplay in eight weeks, I'm telling you, this is the course for you. It's phenomenal. It's a completely unique approach to doing it and it works. So if you want to join that, drop us a line, support dianebell.com and we can send you some information about it. As I said, registration will be opening this month. I'm so excited. All right, I hope you're well. Have a gorgeous day, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this, and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? 
could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com and also check out my website, dianebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.